Wine and Shine Podcast, Episode 12. <laughs> Next Good. question. Good. All right. So what is your favorite part of being married? Health insurance. Uh, <laughs> honesty comes out. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners, Nina and Liz here. And today we are talking with Mr. Wine and Mr. Shine. And they are Zach, my husband, that would be Mr. Wine, and Cody, (laughs) Nina's husband, Mr. Shine. Hey, guys. And we're going to be talking about married fun stuff, and they're going to probably say embarrassing things about us, and we're definitely going to say embarrassing things about them. Yeah, so we just thought, you know, how many of us are married or have significant others or maybe on the hunt for a significant other? On the prowl. Yeah, and (laughs) what do these men Think, how often are women wondering what is inside their men's heads? We don't think much. Apparently. Can I also not go by Mr. Shine? I'm not a fan of that at all. It's like a really bad version of Mr. Freeze from Batman, and I'm not about it. Well, but Zach (laughs) likes wine, and you don't like wine. So that's what we I don't dislike wine. But you're a beer guy. I am. Literally, we're all drinking wine, and you have a beer in front of you. Well, so that has nothing to do with shine still. I'm an But you shine in your heart. So that's why Zach gets to be Mr. Shine because he's an equal opportunity we drinker. Just mix it up again. We've, we say okay, who you are. Right, that's fine. You could deal. What did I mix up again? You called him Mr. Shine. I called you Mr. Shine? No, I'm Mr. Shine. Oh, shoot. I'm getting this all mixed up. Maybe it we should just matter. call them by their real names. No need for nicknames here. Yeah, true. All right, so let's start a little bit. You know, we talk about you guys probably every episode, I would say, it's safe to say. But why don't you do the honors of introducing yourselves to our listeners and saying, you know, what you do and who you are and Yeah, give them a little bit of background. I know that's your favorite question to answer. Cody loves answering what he does for work. I enjoy uh, talking about my profession with uh, people that don't understand what podcasting is. Everybody here (laughs) is listening to a podcast. I would hope True, (laughs) true. Thank goodness. So this is actually a venue that will actually know what I'm talking about. But yeah, uh, I'm Nina's husband as of July. So six months now. Like true newlyweds. Legit. Legit We'll start tracking once we get to the next July. Yeah. But I run a podcast production company. I produce the Wine and Shine podcast behind woo the woo. scenes. Yep. You won't find my name anywhere, pretty much. So don't look for it. But, but he's all there. I do all the behind the scenes work and he organizing to everything. He listens to us and makes and it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's me. And I run my other show, Rogue Squadron Podcast. It's nerdy. You girls don't want to check it out. It's... But if you have husbands that like Star <laughs> yes. Wars and, and beer. Tell yep. you guys about it. It's all Star Wars and beer. And uh, Nina loves when I record. Uh, I'll be really honest. I (laughs) rarely listen to the Rogue Squadron podcast. That's totally okay. I'm just saying it's fine. He does he do you listen to our wine and shine? Well, you have to because you have to say that. And Zach has to too because he does our graphics and our show notes. Um, but yeah, I mean the girls hijack my studio once a week, and that's where we sit in right now. We are sitting right now with all of my uh, Star Wars action figures and everything. I said, populating the room. I think we talked about it in episode one when we were setting up the uh, 
atmosphere of our recording studio. We yeah. we gave a shout out to your Star Wars Helps you guys studio. Get into the health and fitness zone, right? Yeah, for that sure. Is, yeah. With yeah. the beer lids that are on beers the, uh, and Chewbacca's and Harry Potter and stuff. Um, you do have a fresh balsam candle going, which is the, yeah. Fun, so I love it. Uh, we are set up for live streaming, so whenever nope. you girls decide that you want to hop on that YouTube live or Facebook live, whenever we put makeup. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real though, listeners, if you would be interested in us doing live streaming of the podcast, we would not be against it. We just would, you know, need to maybe put on some makeup. A little bit. Yeah. Zach, why don't you tell us a little about you? Yeah. So I like Cody and Neil. Can I wait? Can I restart that? Because I like Did you say (laughs) you? You said you. I'm leaving it in. Zach, go ahead. So to tell you a little bit about myself, yeah, as uh, Nina and Cody mentioned, I do design for the Wine and Shide podcast and as well, I... It's a full-time job. Yeah. (laughs) All of the time is spent. Um, (laughs) With our, like, many requests for graphic design. (laughs) And as well, I I help Cody uh, and his production team uh, podcast masters with graphic design, and I'm a freelance designer and uh, project manager. So I do... A lot of management of just projects, I guess, and operations, operations, and uh, fun stuff, and design. So, design is kind of my passion. That's my thing, and it's a good time. So, we have such artistic husbands. You sounded on the verge of tears with that statement. Yeah. So such happy about it. I'm just swelling <laughs> so up. So magical. No, but for real, I am happy that you guys are supportive of our wine and shine and do all of the hard work. <laughs> All we do is put on headphones, drink wine, and, and chat, record. And then go, do it to it. And then we give it all to them. And then they make it happen. So, thanks, well, yo. how about before we get started into some questions and talking about how we met, why don't you guys review our wine today? How we met? Yeah, we're going to talk about how I'm we met. Mad, boy. Yeah, we got uh, crazy. Boy. The husband episode. Okay. Well, I just can't wait. Well, thank Zach. you, Zach. Why <laughs> thank you. That is why well, you I are... personally am looking forward to this entire uh, episode. Yes, it's going to be magical. <laughs> just great. Cody's clearly the cynical one, and yeah. Zach is clearly the positive one. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so the wine that we have is Menage Trois Silk. Uh, it's a soft red blend from California, and it is year 2014. And it is gently pressed and delicately aged. Um, Sounds delectable. Really, I would call this pretty similar to like a Pinot Noir to me. It's it's pretty similar. I don't know if that's what they would say, but it, oh, actually, yes. As a matter of fact, I'm reading Get the back it. now. Can you, just, <laughs> can you just do our wine reviews? And we'll like, yeah. so this is where the live says. stream would come into play because you could be like, oh, and I'm switching it over. Everyone check out the, the bottle. Live stream. I'm sorry okay, that I was okay, homeless. Okay, okay, okay. So... <laughs> In fact, yeah, the back of the bottle does say this is a seamless, lustrous blend of Pinot Noir, Malbec. Just throw words in there. And a petite Syrah, which, by the way, Malbec is one of my faves, so it makes sense that I like this one. But it is, it's uh, like cherry and raspberry and some of these darker red fruits. Um, it's a nice drinkable, I would say, a red. Yeah, we're just going to have you do all these wine reviews. Yeah, clearly. And, and we're never going to do them ever again. <laughs> Every time we do a wine review, we will just insert Zach's pre-recorded <laughs> wine review. This and is what Zach says the wine tastes like. This week on Wine and Shine. This week. Yes. <laughs> all right, so let's taste yeah, these wines. Yeah. Zach already has. I have. I've already yeah, dipped in. I feel in. out it, of the loop, too. It's quite good, I would say, personally. I like it a lot. Smooth, buddy. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that soft red blend there for you. Soft. I love it. Yeah. No, it's really good. I would definitely have this one again. I feel like that's what I say about almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I would drink Is it there again. A wine? Yeah. I don't 
There was one. There you was didn't one like I did my um, Scandinavian woman sweet. It tasted like mead, and I didn't like the honey taste. I remember but that. What I don't get is the other one to me tasted exactly the same. The one from Cooper's Hawk. And you were like, yeah, nope, did good. not taste exactly the same. That's all, that's Very a lot different. Of what you had before you drank the wine, too. And True. what mood you're in. And-, and we had, as we indicated earlier, some raspberry dark chocolate. Ooh, we did. Set the tone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd have, for- I'd have tried that. I'm not, I don't hate wine. I'm just I'm definitely more of a beer guy. Well, what actually, are you drinking I'm tonight? actually not drinking the, so, the wine with these out. people. But I, um, I've tried to have some dark chocolate with wine before, and it just never goes over well. Just it just never works. Oh, I think dark chocolate mm. and wine is some of two peas in a pod. I concur. Yes. And what do you think? I don't know anything about the taste, flavors, the profiles, <laughs> anything. But well, neither do we. It's delicious. <laughs> it's it's tasty and it's very smooth, which is good. Some of the reds can have a tendency to be kind of sour, very strong, mm-hmm. but. This is very well-rounded. Delivery. Why are they better at the wine reviews than us? I do, a, I do do a beer review every week. So. That's true. We'll, we'll, there are some similarities. We'll get up to the par with you guys sooner is, or later. It's, uh, it's, it's very great. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm actually, I'm sipping on a, uh, well, it's gone now, but a Seventh <laughs> Sun IPA from here in Columbus. Mm. Seven sounds super good. Was it which one did you have? The Humulus Nimbus. Aha. Uh-huh. And actually, I retract my statement. It's not an IPA. It's a pale ale. My fault. That's the first one I ever had from Seventh Son. As in, yeah, mine too. It's delicious. Their oatmeal stuff's really good. That I've had. So good. Every beer I've had by them. I good. like Seventh Son. Every time we go to a bar, I'm usually like, Cody, order me a beer. She's the same with beer too. I've, she's never had a beer that she hasn't liked. She's always just <laughs> like, I'll have this one again. Alcohol. Yeah, totally. Just give me something with alcohol percentage yeah. and, and I drink it again. like it. Just yeah. make sure it doesn't have a honey taste. Okay, so should we get into some of these questions? Oh, well, wait, first wait, wait, we're wait. supposed to talk about... Pump the brakes. We haven't, oh, rated, no. we haven't rated the wine. Okay. I don't think there's been a single wine that's gotten a five so far. I give this one a five. I give this one a five just to spite you. Well, there you go. You told me. <laughs> Their ratings are the only ones that count, so it's yeah. five. And by the way, this wine is available at Giant Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> it is available at the most generic grocery store. It really is. I bet you can get it, it out. It was thirteen dollars a bottle on sale. If you don't have a Giant Eagle, I'm sure that you know Piggly Wiggly or H E B. Picking all of the southern grocery I was stores. Say, why did you go like right down? To, I mean, I, I guess that's Florida. the demographically. One hundred percent of our listeners are in Georgia. So really, no. Demographically, one hundred percent of our listeners are in Ohio, and we have a few in New York. Go New York, yeah. Or New York. If you don't have Giant Eagle, then go wherever it is that you do. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. So why don't one of you explain to our audience how you met your wife? I met Liz and really Nina and Cody all at the same. Time, I guess. We were in college together down here in the central Ohio area. And we all were music majors. So we all have actually, we all have degrees in music, except Liz, who has a degree in music with a minor in public relations. You're smart. Yeah. Well, you have a minor, Cody. What didn't you do the uh, audio music production? Business? Yeah. Yeah. Well, minors. Look what I'm doing. Audio, guys audio are, production. I have a master's, okay? I have a master's. <laughs> MBA. Mm. Nina and Zach are both music education <laughs> yep. peeps. Yeah. So. And I have obviously reaped the benefits of my degree since now I'm doing nothing <laughs> related to it. <laughs> um, Still creative, though. But yeah. it looks good on the wall. True. Yeah, totally. You know. Anyway, back to yeah. us <laughs> and our love. <laughs> Well, you know, so a story of <laughs> Come back to talking about me, please. <laughs> Always. 
Well, so when uh, we started college, we all had intro to music together. And Nina and Liz were roommates. So I knew Nina because, well, actually, I knew all of them because Liz initially was um, music ed as well. But we all had, you know, an introductory class to music um, together. And Liz spent the whole class. Not the whole class. Well, a good portion of <laughs> the class. That's what she's going to say. <laughs> making fun of me because she would sit like a row or two behind me and sit and like, you know, pantomime typing on my laptop. And, okay, so if you guys blah, blah, can all blah. just think back to his wine review, though, for a second. That's how he, every second, raised his hand in class. was like, actually, if you listen to the intonation of the ukulele, you find You just gave him so much blah, praise blah. for his wine review. I know, but it was super <laughs> annoying when I was 18 years old. And you guys what were What was the real line? What was the real line? Gypsy, gypsy music, perhaps. just jumps on my lap, Nina. Jackson, well, you know, to my I credit, think. I was right about the gypsy music. You it really were. was gypsy were. music that Our our professor, Dr. Bates, was like, where does this music hail from? Like, and what do you think? people were like, I don't know, like Japan? <laughs> like, not America. <laughs> like, I don't that know. That was me. I was like, I don't know where it's from. I'm just wanting to eat my sandwich and drink my coffee in the back of the class. That's so cool. I'd be on Facebook and pretend like I'm typing, but I'm not. <laughs> so I was right about the gypsy music. And Liz thought that that was very obnoxious. I was right and about every other answer in the entire class. <laughs> he was, actually. I, I know I complained to my mom about it. And when we got together, she goes, is that that annoying kid from your class that you did <laughs> yeah. and complained about the first year? Are you waiting to is that that kid from that class? <laughs> He's the worst. Hey, wait a minute. But you can't forget the main part of the story is that you started to have a crush on dear old Liz and we... Dear old, dear old Liz. <laughs> old and man Liz. I specifically remember one day in music theory, we strategized that I would sit next to Liz so that you wouldn't sit next to her in music theory class. Did you know that story? Uh, well, I knew after, okay. like, you know, a year <laughs> after. But see, the, the funny thing about when Liz and I got together, love. Liz was not entirely single at the time. No, she was not. It wasn't not entirely. Liz was not. Liz was you're in a long-term bad. relationship. You're bad at letting me tell I'm stories. I'm sorry. She's like, Zach, you're going to screw this up, so I better cut in. Every no, I no. Zach is just a really slow talker, and I'm a very fast talker, I'm, and I'm like, all right, just like say it. He's a I, very deliberate, emotional talker. He is, and I just blurt it all I'm out. I'm also he, exponentially slow. Slower with he Liz uses interrupting words me. like exponential. <laughs> you gotta let him continue, man. <laughs> now, see, I've, I'm all off track. And I now, was not single, so Liz was not entirely single at the time when we got together, and we switched. We switched while she was pledging her sorority, and I was already active in a fraternity, and so I was her active for a day and had her do all kinds of stuff. Um, and she wrote this really funny poem, the subject matter of which I won't mention, but. I was told to, so I didn't have a say in the matter. Right. And it was very, very funny, and she was a good sport about it, and I thought that was great. So I immediately thought she was attractive because she... Of her wit. Yeah, it was very witty. She just, you know, had it all put together, and it was was very funny. But um, we were hanging out and, you know, spending more and more time together as, as, uh, you know, the, the months went on after that. And... Nobody else except for us knew what was going on because Liz was telling them a whole nother story. Which Liz was, was telling us that, uh, guys, Zach really likes me and I just need to find a way to not hang out with him. Can you guys make up something for me so that I don't have to go? I had this little, oh, yeah, you should marry him. Little <laughs> did we know when she was leaving, she was going to spend like five hours a night with Zach and lie to us because so I would annoying, look bad guys. if I was like, hey, I'm hanging out with Zach. So I was like, oh, I'll just say he's annoying. And then I'll <laughs> 
that I'll go hang out with him. I don't think I've ever heard so the story. So that I'm not judged this is, this is for being. But then you guys inappropriate and actually like, started dating, yeah. and it was adorable, That's and hilarious. we loved you. Yeah, like a like month after you years, guys. I don't think I've ever heard the story. Really? What? Yeah. This is the first time you heard the Lucy you Zach story. You lied to your best friends and said that you hated Zach, so you could go spend time with him. <laughs> so I was a creepy stalker, and she looked like you know came out smelling. I remember roses. we were at a fraternity party, and there was like a confrontation where like you went up to Zach and had had some beverages. Oh yeah, Nina and- pulled me aside and was like, "Zach, you have to leave Liz alone." <laughs> She has a boyfriend that she's been with for four years, and like you have to leave her. I alone. was being a good friend. I you didn't were. want her you to do anything questionable. And I remember being like, Nina, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, because my <laughs> a roommate good friend was with the information lying that you had. I was a good friend right. with the information I had. Thank yes. you. Yeah, and, and that was true of all of our friends. They were yeah. very concerned for me and thought that I was making really bad choices and that I was like, you know, being way creepy and all this. But it, uh, the moral of this, well, not the moral, I guess, but how, uh, <laughs> the immoral of this story. The immoral is. Of Don't lie, your friends. <laughs> uh, it turned out fine, incidentally, and now we're married. So, um, yeah. Been married for three and a half years. Three and a half. That's so and you've been long. dating for how long? We've been married for like two long weeks. Like, years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, almost like eight years now. I think. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. So summer of two thousand nine. Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you guys started dating a month That's after crazy. us. So let's hear that story. Yeah, uh, it's pretty short to the point. <laughs> Junior year, I was living on campus in a party house with my buddies, and we threw a party. Long story short, some of these music chicks were hanging out. Uh, Nina was one of those, and I was trying to flirt with her, hit on her all night. She wasn't having it. Because I liked another boy at the party. She was into but some who was other, the other dude. Boy? Um, I'm not saying it on air. Mouth it. I know who it was. You can, she was. She was trying to, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, all to no avail. And then, I believe it was like a few days later or like a week later, I came to see you guys in Spring Sing. Yeah. And then we all had to perform uh, chess with the oh, vocal group right. that we were in. And I well, was luckily was, was not singing, but I was playing guitar. So I don't know. A few of those things. We saw each other a few more times. Wait, our dear then, friend Natalie. And then a m- mutual friend, yes, had to uh, basically convince her to invite me to her sorority's formal. <laughs> and then from there, it was all. Uh, but wait, there's a missing part of the story. What's what missing? Miss? That was that I told I my, own love my story? mom about you and Nina. Yeah. And then she was like, what, that dork with the claves? Because you were like... That's not a missing part of the story. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> she just wanted to make a point that I don't he understand. was a dork with I played the percussion at a concert. I was in perfect tempo. It was amazing. <laughs> and now I'm a dork with she claves. She listens to this podcast, too, every week, so... I've never picked up the claves since that moment. <laughs> I do want to say that it took me some time because I typically don't go for the nerdy folk. She kept going, like, is he cute? And we're like, yeah, Nina... And then you wore these jeans. Everyone thinks I'm cute. That I really liked at some point. I remember liking a pair of your jeans. She and still I was says like, that about certain <laughs> pairs of pants. <laughs> I must just really be into jeans or something. Well, actually, Cody and I were meant to be at first. Oh, <laughs> sidestep, everybody. Before we get into the real questions, Liz and Zach, not Liz and Zach. I wasn't even going to bring it up. I was. <laughs> Cody and Liz flirted over I am before me and Zach came into the picture. So this whole foursome could have been changed to just Liz and Cody. Or but been you and Zach. The universe took them a different route, thankfully, and we've oh, ended up to where we are today. Thank gosh, Liz does not like <laughs> me at all. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's funny. Yeah, so I mean, basically, 
it took I was I was very nerdy at the time. I mean, I still am, but it took a, a mutual friend to really convince Nina that I was the right I was the right man. And eight year later. Eight year later. <laughs> wow. And, eight year later, here we are. And eight years later, here we are. Does that sound better? How much of this soft red blend have you had? I literally have had four sips. Oh, Lord. Oh, well, we let's go. get into some questions. Lordy, Lordy. So now we're yeah. We got to rapid fire through these because we've been chatting too much. It's okay. All right. So, like I had mentioned earlier in the episode, we decided that it would be really interesting to ask the husbands some questions because I think it's super common for women to just wonder what the hell is inside of their brains. How often, Liz, do you wonder what Zach is thinking and why he's thinking the things he is? All the time because he doesn't <laughs> share it with me. And same. I'm very intrigued to see what his answers are to these questions. I'll nothing, learn. Nothing. Nothing's inside our brains. Never. Nothing. Well, we were right the whole time yeah, <laughs> with our it. assumptions. <laughs> no, so the questions we we came up with are probably a little bit selfish in nature because we were honestly just curious about mm-hmm. the answers that and they were going to give answer, us. Answer honestly, please, you guys. No filter. The truth and nothing about the truth. So help you God. Okay, so question one. What's the one thing you wish women would understand about their men? I feel like this is a loaded question. I feel like I, I can't pick a specific thing because I feel like all guys are a little different. The way they process like thoughts, like what, what's inside their heads and things like that. All men are the same, Cody. They're all the same. Guaranteed. It's kind of true. Yeah. Well, what do you, from your point of view, what do you I, wish we would understand about you? So personally, yeah. I really like processing and going through things by myself. Through my, in my head without any other outside input. Which is hard for me because I'm like, let's talk now. Let's about get everything, it all out. get it all yep. out. I'm that not fight giving, we had six months ago. I'm not giving you time to process because we need to discuss at this moment. Yeah, so for me, it's just like I... And that comes from half my life I was an only child. So I feel like a lot of that is just... I need to sit down, go through everything. And when I'm done and ready and I have a plan in mind, then we can chat. That makes sense. It's actually fair. Yeah, I I think I have a similar thing. You know, I spent a good bit of time through my youth kind of processing things on my own too. And I think that that is is tough for you, Liz, because, you know, when whenever you expect me to feel a certain way or you think, oh, this is exciting news, Zach should be really excited. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly how he responds. Oh, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. This is Very probably the most thrilled I've ever been in my life. Yeah, it's kind of, I think, jarring for you because you react to things as you would expect people to react to things. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree, though, uh, with Cody in saying, you know, just we, you have to understand we process things at a different speed and in different ways. And we think about things a little bit differently than than you guys do. Why can't we process them together and come to the same conclusion together? That's literally what he just said is that we process them differently. (laughs) We don't want to process them together. Sometimes I guess we kind of like, we make amends and do it anyways, even though it makes me cringe, but usually I can't. They come over to the dark side and have to talk through their feelings right away. I force myself to like have a thought about it before I'm ready to. And that bothers me. That's, yeah, that's a big thing. Oh, interesting. You like, want know. me to spill things out. And I'm like, I kind of know what's going on, but I don't really have the words for it. And now you're kind of forcing me to talk, even though I don't want to. It's like, I can't right now. And then Liz, I and don't know I about nothing. you. Yeah, I was going to say. It's like, why don't you talk to me? 
I know. And then like, exactly what I get mad because I'm like, if you don't know the answer right now, you clearly don't understand what the problem is and you need to formulate your opinion or else this is not important to you. I don't know of how course. you cannot have, like if someone hits me, I'm like, oh, that hurts. Yes. It's, I am in a reactive instant. <laughs> Why are you that's, not, that's not how it works. But it is. People hit it's me with not. their feelings. It, if situations come at me, I'm like, I immediately right. have a response. Well, Here's that's, that's, that's you. That's you. Here's what I would say. I think that women are very black and white a lot of times. And they have, <laughs> it's always a very yes or no thing. Whereas, at least for me, and I don't know if it's true for every guy, but I think that most things are somewhere on a spectrum of things. And I've said this like constantly lately because I keep, getting reminded of it in every situation I come across. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> but, so like what you're saying is you want an immediate response because if it's not this, then it must be this, right? So if, if I don't feel the way you think I should feel, then I must not like it at all. You know, then yeah. if I'm not excited, then I must hate it. Right. But I'm somewhere on the spectrum here. We're over here. here like nodding yeah. our heads and looking at each other. I me guess. and Liz like, yeah, okay, that's how we so feel sometimes. So it's to be Got like, it. if we're not going to talk, don't think that we hate the discussion and don't mm -hmm. want to bring it up and have no solution. Just like... Okay, fair. We'll try. Just chill we'll on it, it for a second. I mean, like, one of the things I think lately for us has been, like, the whole kids conversation. Like, are we ever going to have kids? And I, you know, well, I mean, we don't have an answer right now. So it's, like, hard to continue talking about something like that Boom. when... We don't have a position on that right, right now. There. So I also can identify with that a little bit because I like to ask preemptive questions like, well, what about this? Or what if we want to move one day out of Ohio? Or what if we have kids? What would you want to do? in the future. And he's like, well, we're not having kids right now. So let's not talk about it. Or we're yeah. not moving right now. So I really, I, I personally hate that speculation type of question so, so much. It makes me feel it's better. Like, it does. I like to be well, like, this what is what I'm going. Well, what if you decide to be homeless? Like, it's that... <laughs> When you say stuff like that, like the what is, like that's, that, it sounds that ridiculous to me. Like, what if one day we just like don't have any money and we die? <laughs> like, that's I guess true. I don't know. I'm not going to spend my time trying to plan for that. But like having kids or maybe moving out of Ohio or things that could happen or buying a house one day. Those so are shouldn't things we know what our position yes. is on well, them? But here's the thing: like, I think we would acknowledge that yeah, those things could happen, but they're not going to happen tomorrow. Right? They could. You know, and if, if we constantly, to, we have if, mistakes. If we're constantly living with our minds five years in the future or five years in the past, then we're not giving our fullest to the moment we have right Whoa, now. Wow, that was so. Therapy know, sessions right? with the men. Yeah. I think make sure you make that a quote of yourself. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so I mean, I well, I guess what I'm saying is like, if I'm constantly talking about when we have kids. What if we never do? And we spent all of this time planning and thinking and talking about something that never happens. Yeah. That means we wasted this time. Yeah, I'm with that too. When I, we could have done something else with it. I feel that because I feel like that way when it comes to anxiety and worry. It's like you spent all this time worrying about something that you didn't need to worry about. Exactly. So I get yeah. it. Okay, yeah. I got you. All right. Next Good. question. Good. All right. So what <laughs> is your favorite part of being married? Health insurance. <laughs> oh, if honesty comes out. I'm a freelancer. I'm building hey, a business yo. from scratch. So I finally in July got health insurance for the first time <laughs> You're since, welcome. I, uh, since I left home. So yeah. honestly, like blunt answer, health insurance. But for I, sure. And yeah, a lot of people are like, how's married life? I was like, we've been together for seven years. It's pretty it's much exactly the same. Yeah, that's yeah. really true. I, you know, and when, when you ask what's your favorite part of being married, I think that if you're expecting like an emotional answer, you would get 
like you could expect that kind of answer from anyone who's not married to, you know, so it's that. And I think that the health insurance thing is valid because I think we're there too, but the emotional statement that you might be expecting, like I was emotional enough to get married in the first place. Like that's a big deal for Cody. Once it's yeah. a big deal for me. <laughs> it is. Man, I had to stand up there in front of like 300 people and like say stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not, not my thing. I cried like a bitch at our wedding. I'll tell you, you what. <laughs> I looked like a Muppet. Like my, I almost, oh, I, we did when we, when we had that song. You did um, shed a tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during the song for sure. I cried like a bitch at your guys' wedding too. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I walked down the aisle and laughed at Zach crying. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. It goes it back cute, to the whole Boeing so thing in, uh, in intro to music. It, yeah. all, it all circles around. Yeah. But I mean, I was emotional enough to get married in the first place. So that big giant steps out of the way. So now that it's happened, we've been together for seven years. We lived together for almost four years. Yeah. Everything's already in place. Like we're doing the same stuff. I think it feels a little bit more legit. legit. Jinx. Jinx. I feel like other people <laughs> treat us more legit. Yeah. But true. between the two of us, like nothing's really changed. And being yet. able to say on the phone to the cable guy, like my husband. Yeah, it's yeah, funny because I, I started doing that way before. Yeah, like a true. few weeks after we got engaged, I started doing that just because it was easier than trying mm-hmm. to say, "Oh, my girlfriend, oh my, my, fiance. Like, my kind of sort of roommate that I'm dating is like <laughs> she needs the password for the cable account." Like I just that stuff bugs me. So just saying, my wife is just e- much easier. Yeah, and I think too uh, one of the things that I like about marriage is sort of the permanence of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like when you're dating, there's always the question of like, what if tomorrow I piss her off and she leaves? You know, like there's just not a permanence to dating like there is with marriage, which I think. Want to bet? Yeah, you know, well, kidding. I guess that's <laughs> maybe not true of everybody, but at least for me, you know. it's true for me. There's a fly in I the know. studio, I know, and it's I pissing can't me off. Deal it really it. is. I'm fine with it, guys. I think it's my new, my little friend. Your little fly friend. This is her her new thing. She's just like taking on all these... Friends? Yeah. Yeah, I'll say it like that. She meditates. All these things that pop up. It's just like, oh, the the fly was meant to be here with us. Yes, I'm getting really zen. Let's just let it go. Okay? It's helping me. The fly symbolizes our marriage together. (laughs) Really annoying. As it dips into the wine. I keep seeing the same number over and over and over again. And I feel like it's a sign from the universe that I have a spiritual number. I don't know if anybody else has had this before. I know that The Balanced Blonde has had it before. I listened to it in her podcast. And Gabby Bernstein has a magical number. So maybe I'm crazy that this is Zach about to ruin everything (laughs) because he looks like Adam ruins everything. (laughs) That's that's true. A side note. I look a lot like Adam Conover from Adam ruins everything. I would Um, say an identical twin. If we had a live stream on, you could see that, but alas. Right. So the girls ruined everything because they won't do a live stream. We'll do a live stream. So make sure you uh, review and tweet them and yell at them and say, hey. Yes. So Nina's number, I, Something that I've found to be true is that when you make yourself aware of the existence of a certain thing. That's true. It makes itself. But I like your story. But all of it is about awareness. You haven't finished the statement yet. Your awareness, you know, narrows down to that object so that everywhere it appears, you notice it much more easily. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So like, if, <laughs> she just doesn't want to believe it. Well, She's it like, I mean, it goes yeah, along in a, in a, on a positive note, though. It goes along with the whole surround yourself with positive people, whoever you want to be, surround yourself with positivity. Like, yes. once you start doing that, you you notice it more, you attract mm-hmm. it more, True. you focus on yeah. it more. Mm-hmm. It doesn't detract from your number, but it's just, I don't know, maybe that's a way to kind of rationalize it. You know, guys are always rational. Like, yeah, it's just this. You just, you just, you just seen it from a problem. Speaking of being rational, 
that goes along with our third question. It does, which is when you're deep in an argument with your significant other, what is your best idea to resolve the issue? Like your personal best idea? What do you want us to do in the midst of an argument with you guys? My best idea is to move away. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Not literally move. Like get out of the situation. Stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> and then come back to it with a clear head. Same thing we were talking about earlier about like how I process things by myself in solitude. Once I have something solid in place in my head, then I'm ready to come back and like Can I tell you that's changes. the opposite of what I want to do? I, I already know that. But it's good to know. Incidentally, I tend to be more like Nina in this mm. way. And I'm like Cody. Yes. I'm so, like, get out. Let me do my yeah. thing. I'll yep. come back to it when I'm not going to yep. scream at you. I happen to be pretty angry in fights. I just can't like deal a lot of times. So I, I get, I kind of fly off the handle. But I think that the the best way... You're working on it though. Yeah, well, of course. We're, we're always a work in progress, I think. But I'm working on nothing. <laughs> Never. Oh, he's perfect exactly the same as I am. <laughs> I think if I were a perfect person, I would just apologize and move on. But I, I don't do that. But if you don't have anything to apologize for, though, I would just apologize anyway because that's really what you're looking for. <laughs> and, and, oh, and, truth. And, and according to the other person, you always have something to apologize for, right? Yeah, truths come out. I feel oh. like that. I've been trying to do that a lot more in, in business, and for some reason, for me, it's easier to do with with clients or people that are working with me. For me, is is easier to just be like something got messed up. Not a big deal. Let's fix it. Move on. I'm not going to blame anyone. I'm not going to point anything out. We're just going to kind of fix it and, and go it. forward. It's harder to do in more personal relationships with, with Nina and, and friends, too. Because there's like... A lot You're of, attached to well, it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm attached to a lot of things, but like there's more... I guess there's more emotion there. Mm-hmm. More vulnerability. Vulnerability, mm-hmm. yeah. Vulnerability yeah. Exposure. Yep. <laughs> Question four. What would you love to see more of from your wife? Confidence. Hmm. Oh, that's for Liz, by the way. Because she beats herself up relentlessly. Like, don't even start. I (laughs) I think our listeners know because we talk about that a lot. We talk about it a lot, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's literally like every time there's a mirror anywhere nearby, it's like, oh my God, look at what a whale I am right now. I, you know... Um, it's a just, beluga whale. That's the actual I look like term. A there you I go. Use. Do you beluga really whale. get that specific beluga with the whale terms? I do. You say beluga? Beluga. Yeah. Oh, never. Mind. I was thinking of blue from Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> beluga is a bear. Well, either way. That's really um, sweet. Of that's what you want more of from well, her is confidence. It, that's very sweet, Zach. Because you know, it would benefit him. I mean. <laughs> And me, but yeah. it would be helpful to our relationship as a whole if I were a more confident person. Only because it affects so many other things as a result. You know, because I mean, like when you're, when you just let go of your insecurities, you know, it's not a focus anymore. You know, it's taking away time that you could be spending thinking and talking and, you know, doing other things. What about you, Code Day? I kind of want to say the same thing, but in different regards. Hmm. So... I feel like you're very tentative to email or send messages or call certain people about certain topics. Mm. I feel like sometimes you should be really comfortable in what you're doing and who you are, like what you're trying to ask for or present to somebody and just like 
go ahead and feel the comfort to just do it. So you're saying mine is more like you don't feel podcast related and job related? Well, I mean, just professional life, personal life, Mm -hmm. just making connections with people or asking for advice or favors or just, yeah, all those things. I think that it's really impressive that they said those two things because that's kind of stuff that we're talking about aside from our husband episode is just not being afraid to say what we feel and do what we think is right and to love ourselves for who we are. Asking for what we want and what we deserve. Well, and it's hard in certain areas too. Like if you're so comfortable, like for you, Nina, for singing, Mm-hmm. Singing and directing choirs is like, that's what you do all day. So there's no, I don't feel like there's no spot for you to get uncomfortable in that regard. Mm-hmm. It's all the other areas where you're still trying to build it up or you're still working at it. So it, it makes it a chef podcast, but it's, <laughs> it, it makes it a lot more difficult. Um, but if, uh, if you believe in what you're doing, that should give you confidence to just, to just put it out there. Hashtag Truth follow bombs. your dreams. Truth bombs from the husbands on today's episode. From the commander. Dropping some knowledge. (laughs) Question five. All right. What is your idea of the perfect date night? Watching Star Wars with beer and popcorn. And then that's it. I'm just kidding. No, but for real. That is your perfect date night. So the other day. No, it's actually not. It's actually not. I was going to say the other day we were at my parents' house and we had to sleep in this really little twin-size bed and Cody had put Star Wars on the television and I had no room but to lay on this twin-size bed with him and watch the Star Wars and he just watched it. Well, I fell asleep. She watched the first like 10 minutes of episode six (laughs) and that was it. But he was like, who's the slug? What's that guy? How's he doing? (laughs) I thought he was a child. (laughs) No, but my point was that you were like, this is my dream. You said that. Kind of, yeah. You did. Yeah. I I would only say it's not my dream because you'd be asking questions the whole time. True. (laughs) (laughs) Especially, you know, it's it's confusing series to follow sometimes, but... What's yours, Zach? Perfect date. I was joking. I haven't done it. You can go ahead while I think. No, no, no. You go ahead. I actually don't know either. No, you. No, you. No, you go. No, you go. Oh, now you go. <laughs> now you go. <laughs> we went on a date on our honeymoon, and we had French food, and uh, it's this really good place in Traverse City, Michigan. Which, if that sounds lame and funny, it's actually not. It's awesome. Uh, Traverse City is a really cool place. It's very beautiful, especially like in the spring, summer. Um, but anyway, and. You know, got a little dressed up, and then we found out we actually had a recommendation from our waiter to check out this hotel, which is the tallest building in all of the city, and it's only 10 stories, and it's the tallest by a long shot, actually. Um, And they had half-priced martinis in the, like, penthouse bar um, at the top of the, you know, the hotel, and you could, like, watch the sunset from, like, these 360-degree windows off the top of this um, building and uh, the sun was setting like over the Grand Traverse Bay and it was very very pretty and then I think to round it all out we'd have to like do something fun after that like um, like a little mini golf silly yeah like I don't know <laughs> I was joking but yeah. you know something like maybe not mini golf but like <laughs> you know go have uh, hookah yeah hookah yeah we like hookah we do We've like done that yeah. or we did that like a few months ago. I hadn't done it since college. I love hookah. Or, I don't know, you know, 
stuff like that. An activity. An activity. Cody, you gotta I feel like mine's live gonna be super up. Lame, I was gonna yeah. say he just described like the perfect vacation honeymoon. So spot. you can tell the difference between uh, Zach and mine way of speaking. And he's very eloquent. <laughs> I love it. And I I can't get the words out. No good. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was actually going more low key. Like nothing is on the planner. Night is empty. We're chilling at home. We have our pup, Jackson, with us. I like it so far. Um, I plan and cook a delicious meal. You have some wine. I have some beer. Because, you know, I'm a beer guy. It's my thing. Mm -hmm. And we really just stay in and chill and keep things very simple. That's my dream date night. And I ask you for that every week. We do it pretty much like twice a week. You just fall asleep. <laughs> and then and that's Star a very, Wars very, very part important of part of the of the picture is that you don't fall asleep <laughs> and you stay awake for uh, more than one episode of Always Sunny. And yeah, I'll try I, something very low key. I mean, because we go out to dinner frequently, dinner and a movie. It's always yeah. fun, but I mean, something low key is. Important. I like that. Yeah. Well, I feel like we don't really we don't make that time. I think a lot of times you and I. And, I mean, it's something we're trying to be better about. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, our new venture is that we're moving down closer to where all the fun stuff is. And I'm hoping that we use that as, as a reason. Yeah, a reason. Now that we are, you know, buying into that, that we actually take advantage of that lifestyle yeah. since we'll be closer to it. And a catalyst, if you will. Ooh, nice. See, I got You're some using words. all the business words. Synergy. I got some words in there. Whatever. You're getting better. <laughs> he knows all the best words. So, question seven. Is that what we're on? <laughs> I know all the it. huge words. Let's huge. Just stop numbering them. Um, I don't know. There's no numbers there. They're I don't just know bullet what points. Like, uh, <laughs> option <Question> C. <laughs> Do you think it is important for wives to enjoy their husband's hobbies? I think it's at least important for wives to appreciate. I got their you. Yep. I, I was going to say that. the same thing. Appreciate and respect mm-hmm. that yeah. they enjoy it. I've gotten I, better I certainly, with Star Wars. Okay. I don't think that it's realistic to expect two different people who are of you know different genders and different backgrounds and dif- you know just different mindsets altogether. Yeah. To a hundred percent come together on every single little thing. Right. I think that some married couples just happened to get, you know. Well, technically, like Lucky if you and, like music for us could be a hobby. Oh, sure. Like so, we that I mean, can be included. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I mean, like we have some of those. Walking Jackson's a hobby for me. Doing Rubik's cubes is not it's just a, a hobby thing you for have me, to do but that is a, a hobby for my husband. <laughs> Watching Star Wars it's is not obligation. a hobby for me. No, it's not. No, I mean, like you said, I would just not even. I don't even know if I would say appreciation because like, I don't expect you to understand why I like the things the force. I like. <laughs> she's trying. I mean, she's trying, like guys. The, she's trying. You would like it because the force is basically like the universe. So everything that you're talking mm. about, like the universe, the yeah. religion. Remember how much you like mm. Doctor Strange? Yep. Yeah, I love so, Doctor Strange. Uh, so aspects of the force. If you heard Yoda lay down the force, you'd like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, but it's not really. I don't expect her to enjoy it or appreciate it, even as much as she respects the fact that I like it for the reasons that I like it, and doesn't like condemn you for it. Exactly. Don't make okay. me feel bad for liking the things I like. Yeah. I think we can do that. Liz. I think that's yeah. huge. That's really that important. So like, I mean, I'm a really crafty individual. Like I get a lot of my self-fulfilling or just not self-fulfilling, but self-fulfillment, I guess, out of the process of making things and then the product that I come up with as a result of making things. Mm-hmm. And I think that as a concept, that's not hard for Liz to appreciate or mm-hmm. understand. 
But sometimes like the things that I like to make, like I know how to knit and I can sew and I can... Can I be honest with you right now? Like 100%, like truth session. The reason your craftiness annoys me is because you can't do it. It's because I can't do it. Oh, yeah. I knew that was coming. It's because my motor skills are on par with like a three year old child. We both have terrible motor skills. I can't do anything artistic. And it's something that I cannot share with you. And I don't like just like watching someone do it. And I think it's cool that you've made me like scarves and stuff and I have them. But I would like to be able to do them with you. See, I want to be like an active hobby participant with you. I just cannot. I long for that too. I long to have hobbies that we both share and do together. That is one of my next steps in like, you know how you're always trying Mm -hmm. to do things to better your marriage? Mm -hmm. Mine is to find things that we love to do together to connect. So I think it's like true. We don't have to totally love their hobbies, but it's cool to find things that you both enjoy doing together. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and I I personally am of the mind that if if you really did want to do it, like, you probably could. No, you don't understand. You don't know our... We can't even cut in a straight line. You're I mean, right. you couldn't sell it, but... We can't even wrap our like, presents. You're right. Here's, here's You're absolutely one of, right, Nina. One of the things that I would really like to do is, like, you know, even in, like, a group date, you know, like, all four of us do, like, a wine and paint thing like they have at those, you know, places that wine do wine and, and paint, paint I don't know. No, like, downtown. Wine and paint museums. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because, I mean, like, of course, they're not going to look great. And they never do. I mean, like, the ones that are there are not even always. Depends on how much wine you drink before you start painting. But the only (laughs) problem with that that I have is that if a couple does it, like, you have one and I have one and we live in one place. So I don't need. The point's not that we, like, put it on on the the wall. wall. What do you do? Minimalism, it's an act of drawing. Minimalism. You're not True. trying to make framed art. You just, it's fun to draw <laughs> You're stuff. not trying to make framed art. <laughs> Guys, why don't Give we do it? Give it away to somebody else. It's just fun to draw. For Have real. you drawn lately? <laughs> Have you colored lately? I don't think she's ever drawn. Have you ever colored? <laughs> <laughs> I have a coloring book and I did like maybe three months ago. I have I a mandala coloring out. book. Is that so what it's, it's called? Nelson Mandala? <laughs> a mandala. But yep, that's what I was, <laughs> that's what I meant. Thanks, Zach. I don't know what that is, but it's, it's not like a the Indian thing. designs that have like the swirly patterns. Oh, that's what mine is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. See, there you go. Nelson Mandela coloring. <laughs> so I thought, yeah. I've used it. Nelson Mandela's I not Indian. It. No. <laughs> no. Um, the problem I think with a lot of people when they get into hobbies, and I had this issue with certain things too, is like you don't have it doesn't have to be good. Like the act of doing it is what you're there for. Like drinking wine and hanging out and drawing stuff is fine. It doesn't matter if Zach's looks like it could be a museum and yours does not. <laughs> or my wife makes one with macaroni glued to the page. And I like, would too. Mine looks a little too like across the line. But just the act of doing it is what yeah, you're supposed to be there for. The experience. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like when you're a little kid and you just do things out of the pure enjoyment. And then as we get older, our brain gets in the way and we like try way too hard. Pure enjoyment doesn't look good. The lines aren't straight. Right. Throw it away. <laughs> like, I do feel like I have a hard time having fun. I know I have a hard time having fun. I feel I've like been I have trying to, be to have more fun. It's like you're having fun right now. Yeah, it's like a wine. Well, see, the <laughs> there thing you with go. Liz, That's the point of the wine and draw. Liz has like a thing where she has a certain idea of what fun is supposed to look like. And when her experience doesn't line up with that, you know, outline, it creates like an anxiety inside of her. And then radiates outward from there Mm. so like i mean it's happened like recently we were on vacation again in michigan of course because we're weird but (laughs) it was a different place in michigan this time and we got there what's that the trois michigan 
No, it was uh, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, yeah. You got to go. Beer they have City. so much beer. We went to Founders. There were like 40 you breweries and like That's a whatever. I think we're coming up with a lot of double dates right now. Yeah, we yeah. are. Let's go. We're going to Michigan. We're going to go drink That's beer. That's more of a double vacation. Colorado. Yeah. We never did go cabrewing, you losers. I know. I went twice. So what are you guys doing? We went cabrewing. We never found a time where you guys would go cabrewing with us. Sidetracked. Yeah. We, we got to do that. We did actually go cabrewing the last time we were in We Paris. made friends. And we were going to go cabrewing when we went to Grand Rapids, but instead we went brewing without the, the cuh. Part. So you just drank? Yeah. You just drank beer. They had a Got thing. It. You know how the that. ale trail is here in Columbus where yeah. if you go to, you get a stupid deck of playing cards, which Zach thinks is cool and I would like... Uh, Don't was say like, stupid. No. no, stupid deck of playing cards. Again, it's about the experience. Oh, you get to go to all yeah. the awesome Columbus breweries. You Who cares about the playing cards? If you go to Grand Rapids and... You get to drink beer along the whole process. That's the point. That's true. Yeah. We did have fun. Yeah. I started my ale trail with actual brewing in Columbus, by the way. I want to do an ale trail. Just check it out. Actual. I still have not been to actual brewing, but I'll go. Actually, we should all go. Let's do. Hey, that's an idea. They're a double date idea. Someone tagged us, our our friend Angela and JD, in a thing called the ABCs of dating, where like they went to Abuelos and then did something with a B. So yeah, it was they did comedy shows. It was like A, B, and C. Do they progress from there? Now they do D, E, F, or what? Or I think they just did three in a row. I think you could just do A one week, B the next week, or whatever. So they did A, B, and C. So go to actual. Yeah. That's so That'd be fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, they cool. did abuelos for dinner, and then the B I think was we could do. Wow, I'm not beer. better. We I could do beer either. for B and go back to actual. There mm-hmm. you go, beer. Yeah, yeah. C cantinas. We could do mm-hmm. C for ciders and then go back to actual. And basically C, all beer. <laughs> they did. They did comedy for C and they went oh, to the fun. Comedy is good. Ooh, yeah. guys, I'm so excited about these double date ideas. Right, We're doing Let's it. See what We're gonna happens. make a list. But, but the problem is these things cost money. That's where I'm like, Brr. I know. Sometimes you have to weigh money. Over enjoyment or enjoyment over money. Who knows? All right. No, the moral of that whole question story was it's all about the experience because what what I've noticed in the past few years is that you set goals and then halfway to whatever goal you set, things change. Something pops up, something shifts. You decide that you want to take it a different direction and then your goal changes. Nothing wrong with that. And the point is that as they all change, the experience is still happening. So along the way, that's the important part. Wow. Truth bombs again. Boom. Guys, we need to... Sounds uh, like you need two male co-hosts no, it every doesn't. week. Doesn't sound like that. <laughs> no, we're the best two co-hosts there ever were. Um, True. But no, me this Mopar, really... I would have something to say about that. This but. really does inspire me to come up with some more hobbies for all of us to do together. I think it would really, really strengthen our relationship. Yeah. Okay. Next question. And then we have a couple quick fire questions we would like to ask you guys as well before we wrap up. Sounds scary. So you have to choose between a chick flick or a musical. Which one do you choose? And your only options are Oklahoma or The Notebook. So why do you even offer the chick flick or musical part? You should have just said, you you have to watch Oklahoma or The Notebook. Which one do you pick? Because we knew you guys would have chosen the musical. Yeah. All day. Yeah, The Notebook is like, see, here's here's my issue with, and that's, so there are chick flicks and then there's like these hideous romantic dramas. And I cannot stand them because they drag you in 
and they make you nervous, and then you're on edge for the next three days. And that is not something that I ever want to buy into. Like, I don't want to spend... It's not The Notebook. That was the one where she gets in the car accident. It's can't the remember same him. thing. Oh, yeah. They all are like, very dramatic. I feel like rom-coms just make guys feel bad for not being awesome or husbands. Yes. But they always make me feel, like, really great inside. Yeah, and then for, like, a week, you're like, why aren't you this awesome person, <laughs> like, this fake person in this show? Right. I'm like, well, I'm a real person, so what's going on? <laughs> right. I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't like it. Also, they're cheesy. Me. Also, they're annoying. Also, the music's terrible. So, you guys choosing Oklahoma? I, I mean, I've never I, seen it, so I guess. I, oh, Oklahoma. Where they the sing it in Twister, so I'm down. I know that much. I... Even despite that thing that just happened, <laughs> I would still want to see still choose Oklahoma over the notebook. You know, the performance will be better than that, at least. Yeah, well, you can look forward to that. It doesn't take the very I was least. in Oklahoma in high school, so I yeah. was. A star. Our final question before we get into our rapid fire newlywed esque questions we have from the newlywed game is what is one thing you love about us? Oh. We didn't say anything yet. I know. I'm just preemptively. <laughs> I know. It's you made me disappointed. <laughs> you go first. Okay. You go first. Asps. Very dangerous. Um, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Jeez, again. This is twice. My favorite. What do I. One thing I love about my wife. Just one. Or thing. Just, just wives one in general. Is that what it's asking about us? About wives in general? No, what's no, just one me. thing? You, okay. Yeah, well, the other ones. Human you know, beings. All the wives. Uh, all of the wives. <laughs> Sister wives. Your multiple wives. Your humor. I like that about you too, Liz. It's always been. I mean, like ever back to you are getting together. Like it's just been, you know, it's the thing, I guess, that makes you who you are. Shank. (laughs) There you go. Case in point. (laughs) I really like that about you too. Maybe we should be married. What's happening? <laughs> I see how it is. You get you two alone in a room, and then you kick us. Are to you the guys group. supposed to answer questions about us, or just this just us to praise you the whole episode? So basically, all of your listeners are like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, they have the best They're husbands so ever!" Great. It's pretty much what amazing humans. Cody. I'm listening every week. What do you love about me? I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, you're always trying to make me a better person, mm. even if I don't listen half the time because I'm stubborn, but. I try. Yes, I would say that. I would also agree that she tries to make everyone like, around everyone her a better, a better person. person. Yeah, Aww. in a nice way too. Because I feel like when I, in like business and like friend relationships, I try to do that, but I'm a little too abrasive because I'm a guy. Just like listen up, man. This is what you got to do. But you're more like, maybe hey, just need to like do these two things, and you just be you'd be so amazed at like how it would change your mindset on everything. <laughs> I think it's funny that they picked the two things that we also like about each other. That's really cute. You guys are special. Way to go. We're geniuses. So the next part of this podcast is from one of our jointly favorite shows, which is Parks and Rec. There is a scene where Tom Haverford plays a game called Know Your Boo. And uh, I believe it's No Ya Boo. Oh, sorry. No Ya Boo. <laughs> no Ya Boo. And we really, really like that scene and it makes us laugh a lot and we quote it often. So we decided that we would do the same sort of idea. So I asked Zach three questions and Liz does not know the answers and she has to try and guess what he said. 
And then Liz texted Cody three questions, and I don't know his answers. I deleted the text and didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm supposed to guess what Cody answered. So, yeah. So I think now it's time to play Know Ya Boo. It's time to know ya. I don't have the instrumental backing track yet, but it doesn't say boo right there. All right, Liz. So I asked Zach, what is your worst date ever? That we've had? Yes. What did he say? Um, I think he would probably say, okay, there was one time when we went to a restaurant and I was hangry and we were trying to go to happy hour and they were like, do you have a reservation? And I said, no. And I thought that we would go to the bar and have a drink, but there wasn't any space. And I got really mad and yelled at the hostess. <laughs> Sounds and like every time out. I go to a restaurant. Yeah. Literally. And got really irritated and had a big hissy fit. Sorry, Liz, but that was incorrect. Oh, man, we've had some other bad days. She's a good host. Yeah. Zach, what was your answer? On our third anniversary, we went to the Hubbard Grill downtown. Oh, yeah. Best place (laughs) ever. And we were having dinner, and I got a phone call in the middle of dinner from a school that I had interviewed at. And I was like, oh, I got to answer it because I might have gotten this job. And we just knew he had gotten it. So that's why we answered it in the middle of our anniversary. I did not. (laughs) I did not get that job. Uh, And they told me how terrible my interview had been. (laughs) That's worse. While on the phone with them on our third anniversary date, uh, our third dating anniversary, I believe it was. This was not. Yeah, before we we got married. We've been married for three years, but it it was a long time ago. Yeah, so they, you know, were giving me all kinds of feedback on how terrible I am at interviewing and all this stuff, and I just wasn't confident, and blah, 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 blah. And so that was a big downer, and then, you know, it sort of cast a pall on the evening. But we decided to go to dessert anyway, and so we went to the chocolate cafe, where we pulled up in the parking lot, and Liz couldn't find her wallet. So <laughs> Typical. She, Typical Liz. Happens all the time. So she's like, oh my god, my wallet's been stolen. Uh, I can't even deal with this. So, like, we we didn't even go in. We just went home, and uh, oh. there was her wallet on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> when we got home, of course. So, um, that was your worst. That was that happened. was my answer for the yeah, worst. But my hissy fit was too. also not great. Yeah. No. Yeah. So then, yeah. So when we were at that restaurant or whatever for happy hour, and she threw a fit, and <laughs> we left. I just I was embarrassed, but sorry. <laughs> but that wasn't the worst date we've ever had. So in contrast, Cody was nice enough to provide me with very succinct answers to the questions. I wanted to make sure they were easy to answer so that we could win. That's another insight into my brain, by the way. I'm really competitive about certain things. Okay. What is the first thing that Cody would do if he won the lottery? The first thing Cody would do if he won the lottery. Can I say two answers? You would either buy a bunch of studio equipment or you would buy yourself a car. The correct answer is invest in the company. Now, did you mean oh, like... Oh, that was like studio make equipment. Make investments in stuff or did you mean like stock investments? Like No, I meant like value it for- being able to... Pump money in, hire more people. Yes, that's what I mean. So it's kind of, it's like 50%. Well, she she gets half point. Yeah. She gets half point. point. Because, yeah, you would buy stuff for your business and you would. Yeah, but not, I don't need microphones right now. No, but I meant like you would just, you would be (laughs) like, ooh, I want all this money. Let's go straight to what I need to do for my business. Uh, Yeah. All right. Half a point for us. Buy stock in Star Wars. Winning by half a point. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) All right. Question two. 
When was your first kiss? What did Zach say? Like ours or like his? He's got he's got to answer yours together. Our he's got to answer two questions. When our was it and what did he say? No, just what? what did I say about our first kiss? Yes. That's the question. Yep. That it was good? No, I mean like describe <laughs> it. What happened? Like when? When was it? What happened? Like fireworks and flames <laughs> well, on the side of my sides face. of my face. What happened? <laughs> Actually, this is exactly Breast, how our I blacked out. <laughs> this it is was... exactly how our proposal was. So we um I was single. I'd become single. And we were at my place. It becomes single. <laughs> uh, the proposal happened after you became single? No, this is back to the first You case. said proposal. No, it, but it's the same It's the same kind of scenario. Oh, okay. So we were hanging out in my room. No one else was in the house. And we watched a movie. And then we just hung out and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. And you have to give the specific time because he gave me the specific time. Oh, geez. It was like three in the morning. It was really late. 5 a.m. I will. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, I was like super late, and I was like, "Are you gonna freaking kiss me? Like, I dare you. You're not gonna do it." I like heckled him, which is exactly <laughs> how I got a proposal out of him. I heckled him, and then he did, and it was super great. Ding, ding, ding! I give you a point for that. Did one. Zach say super great in his answer? That was super great. <laughs> she invited me to the Yellow House super to hang out. Awesome. And the had Yellow just House. Just broken up with Andy for the fourth or fifth time. We were talking and stayed up until five a.m. And then I had to go to commencement band practice. Don't know why he added that at the end. Seven in the morning. We were, we didn't even sleep. We were literally up all night. I think I don't think we slept. And well, then I had to precious. like get up and leave in the morning to go to stupid commencement band practice. Yeah. <laughs> So good for you. Love it. A lot of information about my personal life there. (laughs) All right, my turn. This is so easy. You're going to win this game. It's actually Nina's turn. Well, no, my turn to ask the question. I see. Mm, Since Cody loves pizza so much, it is his favorite food group. What is his favorite topping? You really like to get pepperoni, but he also likes to get like the Hawaiian pizza. You can only choose one. Give one answer. Hawaiian pizza. No, it was... Oh, <laughs> no! Damn it! No! How do I, you count that? Because technically you got it right. No, she got it wrong. <laughs> I said pepperoni first. But then you changed your mind. I asked your, your final answer. You said Hawaiian. You do I like Hawaiian, right? I, I love, love Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Yeah. But I, I would say six out of ten times I get pepperoni. Just I just plain thought you did that because you were cheap. Shout out to our friend Erica <laughs> that out. doesn't like pepperoni on pizza and... We disagree, but I still love Shout her. out to her friend Natalie who doesn't even like pizza. What's up with that? That's weird. So weird. <laughs> All right, Liz. Question three. So what's the score? Are we one, one to one? to a half a point. We have half a point. We're losing, so. Oh, no. Okay. Focus up. All right. Liz's ideal date. What did he describe for your ideal date, Liz? Didn't we answer that earlier? Kind <laughs> of. Shoot. Some Shoot. town in Michigan. I think the question was, how would I, what do I think Liz's ideal date would have been? Yeah. He thinks it would be like eating some really fancy food. Like a lot of really fancy food. And a lot of keep going. With wine and lots of cheese. Lots of cheesy appetizers. Anything afterwards. Like what would be your go-to after the dinner? I mean, dessert for sure. Probably like <laughs> pistachio vera or something. Dessert, Food, not sure. like another activity. If you had to choose another activity after the dinner. Oh. Keeping it PG, he got, of he course. He got uh, specific here. 
I don't like to do anything. That's the problem. Um, like going and chilling in a bar, like a He's, quiet little. He bar said hangout. something a little risque, like maybe smoking hookah. Oh, that's or not risque. Going to a bar afterwards. Oh. Gosh darn it! Would ding you- ding ding for you. <laughs> I think you'll get this one. So there's no way we can win, though. Actually, I don't know if you will get this one. If Cody could be any famous person, living or dead, who would he be? Why did you give such hard questions? I thought those were so easy. I talk about pizza all the time. It's my favorite food. Okay, if you could be any person, living or dead. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> um, w- would <laughs> you... <laughs> would you want to be Chewy? That's not an actual person. And he's not even a person. He's a Wookiee. Ah, uh, would you want to be actual I'm people? Lost. No, no, no. All right, you got to give them hints. I'll give you hints. An actual human being in the world that's probably, successful and famous. Gary V. My wife <laughs> doesn't know me at all. <laughs> Somebody don't know their boo. Yes. What's the answer? <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I knew. <laughs> I knew that. Podcaster, comedian, fit, amazing. Oh, gosh, I knew that. You just got stomped, wife. Mr. and Mrs. Wine win. Who's Mr. and Mrs. Wine? You guys. She switched it, though. She called me Mr. Wine. Um, Whatever. Someone's Mr. Wine. Liz and Zach win. win. Congratulations, (laughs) you two. We're raising our hands in the air like we just won a boxing match. They're live streaming, you'd be able to tell. Guys, I've actually had a lot of fun doing this episode. I haven't. It's been terrible. <laughs> no. I'm going to smash my mics and computer after this. Uh, I You'll think never we should, hear this episode. No, I won't. I think we should do... Can we come on your podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of you hasn't even seen Star Wars, so I, that's not going to work. I would be seen, really great on your you've podcast. You've seen the best. The best. I'm just joking. I don't want to be. I would suck at your podcast. Okay, good. I, know, I think we should do this not like monthly, but sporadically. Yeah, it would be fun. I think uh, it would be really cool once in a while just to do like just a husband and wife episode and have people even write in questions for us. Like, what would you like to hear from the husbands and the wives? Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times I think and what I like about you two and what I liked about our conversation today is you guys were really honest and you were really real. And I think people need that. People need to hear couples just talking about all the real shit that's going down. It's all right for guys to talk about their feelings. Don't keep it pent up. So... I think we should end, you know, we talk a lot about wellness and how we're trying to make our lives happier and healthier. Let's ask each of you, why don't you each individually give our audience a wellness tip from the perspective of a man? Please enlighten us. Silence. (laughs) They're both just in (laughs) such deep thought right now. It's such an, well, the reason I'm thinking is that it's such an area that's so plagued with like misinformed advice and BS that's given out to like sell products or coaching or I feel like it's just at a at a bad spot in this day and age. Mine recently, I think something that's been pretty relevant to me lately is the idea of not hitching your wagon to what you do too much. You know, and I think that there's something to be said for taking pride in your work and and doing the best that you possibly can. Um, and whatever it is that you do. But it gets to be a dangerous thing when you get all of your self-identification from what you do every day. And especially if you're not the type of person that 
would necessarily uh, be inherently fulfilled that way. Like me, for instance, I know that I need fulfillment in other areas of my life outside of my work. And even if I'm doing something that I really enjoy, and I do, I do design and I love I love design, um, but I have to spend time exercising my creative muscles elsewhere to be fully fulfilled as a person and also to 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 maintain sort of a an even plane of thought i guess but you know aside from that wellness is just such a broad thing that you know to expect to uh to be mentally well just because you're successful at work or in whatever professional avenue that you take I think that's not a healthy thing to do. And uh, I've I've only realized that sort of recently that I'm probably just not the type of person that really ever quite gets there. And I just, like I said, I've got uh, a lot of other areas in my life that I have to sort of flesh out in order to, to be, you know. I love that. It's okay if you don't get there. It's all about the journey. Yeah, yeah that's Cody's. Mantra. All about his mantra. <laughs> we actually just talked about what Zach was describing, I think, on the last podcast where yeah. when we were talking about work-life balance mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. podcasts ago. So I think that's an awesome tip. I think to be more succinct, like you just, you are not what you do. Yep. Necessarily. Completely. Right. right, right. What about you, Cody? Um, I'm going to say something along the lines of keep it simple. That was a common thing that I heard all the time when I was studying music and everything. Um, keep it simple. So if you're, especially if you're trying to start something new, trying to make a big change, I feel like we get all of this advice that lays out a perfect plan for your life or lays out a perfect course that you should follow, um, things like that. So, but when you're trying to make a change, start simple, do what is going to make sense for you and is going to be steps that you can put towards actionable change, stuff that you can stick with and start simple and let it evolve naturally. As you go through it. Those are just so beautiful. Those words, guys. Thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. I know at first you were like, are we really doing a episode? I don't know if I had a choice, but I'm here. Yeah, we did it really. (laughs) I was like, guys, you are coming on this episode and you're going to love it. It's all good. Did you love it? I did. It was was fun. fun, Yeah. 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 We should do it again sometime. And then we'll come on Rogue Squad. That might not happen, but... uh, (laughs) Come on, Rogue Squadron can't wait to have a little bit of female. If you sit down, if you watch all of the Star Wars movies and you have... um, That actually could make a good episode. I know you saw Rogue One with us and you were confused about what was going on because that's somewhat unclear. It's a very background movie. But, I mean, yeah. If you you have have legit questions. So, you never know. You never know. We might be on the Rogue Squad pod. We might have more husband episodes. uh, (laughs) Listeners, you watch out. We could do just this podcast with the four of us. I love it. As always, guys, thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Um, Please, if you are enjoying what you are hearing, go subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. As always, we post pictures on Instagram, kind of detailing the fun stuff we're doing in our lives. We took a picture of the four of us. So if you're curious about what these two gents look like, hop on over to Instagram. It's a great pic. You can also find us on Facebook, Wine and Shine Podcast, and visit our website, wineandshinepodcast.com. Make sure you check out our blog, some of the features we have, lots of cool stuff there. The vino, we will probably stick this wine review today. Zach's beautiful words will be there for all to hear. (laughs) 
And I know we've said this before, but we have some really, really exciting guests coming up for you guys. Uh, next week, we will be interviewing Sarah Beth from Sarah Beth Yoga. She is a YouTube yoga instructor. Uh, she is amazing. She basically started my yoga journey three years ago. And you should totally check her out. Just YouTube Sarah Beth Yoga. So you guys should totally check her out. You can also follow her on Instagram. We are really, really, really excited to interview her and talk all things health and yoga related. So check that out in the next week. So thanks again for tuning in. We love having these conversations with you. We'd love to keep having them with you off the air. If you want to send any questions or comments at any time, just send those to wineandshinepodcast at gmail.com and we are happy to answer any and all questions. And we will tune in with you guys next week. Bye. See you See later. Ya. Peace.